0: Hey, hey, friends, welcome back to the Ops Authority Podcast. I am really excited to have you back here today for episode number 147. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and I want to personally welcome you and thank you for being a part of our listenership, and hopefully you are a part of our community. If you're not, please head over to theopsinsiders.com. We definitely want you to be an insider so that you can Number one, continue the conversation that we're starting here on this podcast. Number two, just be in our orbit. Number three, you're gonna find your people, your network inside of this tiny community. It's a Facebook community and inside you see people and your peers that are in front of you and also give you an opportunity to network and grow deeper, build greater connections with people who are servant-hearted, who are in the service provider space. And I want you there. So head over to theopsinsiders.com. Inside of there, as well as in our paid director of operations certification program, We get this question quite a bit. How do I move into strategy? How can I be a strategic advisor, a strategic partner? How do I do that? Like it all sounds good, but how do we do that? That's exactly what we are talking about today on episode number 147. In my professional career, I have probably mentored thousands of women. And in the last seven years of owning my own business, I have certainly coached over 300 women to becoming a director of operations. And in that journey of becoming a director of operations, we are up leveling to the next best versions of ourselves. So we are looking at the skills that we already have and we're amplifying them. And most of the time, it's not in learning more of the hard skills. It's an important piece, but you already have so many of those. What we are looking at doing is taking those hard skills amplifying them, but also focusing on the leadership components. So as much as the DOO program is a place where you're going to learn, it's mostly a place where you are going to be developing to the next level. So it's a leadership program, if you will. And a part of that leadership is going to rely back on the strategy, the strategic part of your brain. I, again, have worked with thousands of women. And what I see across the board is that we have this skill set, but we don't tap into it. And I believe the reason that we don't tap into it is we don't have it laid out for us. And so in this podcast, it's an extremely valuable podcast, if I do say so myself, because I've spent lots of time trying to solve the problem and the question that comes up inside of our community of how do I go to the next level? Today, I'm going to be sharing with you four steps that are going to help you to show and to lead strategically, to show strategic value, to be a thought leader in the businesses and in the client relationships that you are going to be building as you elevate to be your next best self. In episode number 71, we talk about the four different levels Inside of a business, inside of each role in a business. And at the bottom, you've got implementation. From there, you've got management. From management, you go into strategy. And at the very tip top, you've got vision. So those are the four different layers. I'm re sharing that information for you. Number one, you can go back and listen to episode number 70. But today, that is a really important piece of our conversation, and I want to start with that. So implementation is at the bottom. That is where we exercise the responsibilities and the task around doing and accomplishing the things, right? So it's more around the task. The next layer is management. Obviously, management means management. So it can be around people, around processes, and certainly in the project management space. We see a lot of people who join our community who have both that management and the implementation skills very honed in. The third or the next highest layer is strategy. So how do we become a strategist? And inside the DOO program, we are working with people to develop to lean into the strategic parts of their brain. For so many years we have valued our doingness. I know that that's not a word but it's going to be today. But we have valued and we and people have affirmed us that we get things done. And I remember wearing that as a badge of honor. And honestly, sometimes I still do. There is nothing more cathartic for me than checking off a laundry list of tasks that need to get done. So that's the doing part of us. And I'm not saying that you need to get that away or you need to do away with it. But Your value, your strategic value, your prized value will come to the leaders that you're going to be partnering with from the vein of strategy. And today I'm gonna be talking about the four steps that go into this strategic process. So I know you have the doing this down. I know that you are interested or have even mastered the management space, but I want you to elevate one more level higher. And when you do, this is when you put yourself in a category of one. This is when you become super valuable, more valuable than ever, because the CEO or the leader of the business is going to be able to hand over and to trust you with the strategy that they have been responsible and solely responsible for for quite some time. This is when I see a true distinction between an operator, maybe an ops manager, a project manager, into that next best role or title as director of operations. And obviously, we spend a whole lot of time here. This is our, we are dedicated to the mission of helping women transform their operational skills, step into their next best level. And we know that that is in the director of operations title and the roles and responsibilities that accompany it. So as we develop that deeper and deeper and we grow our community. I want to help those of you that are out there who are considering becoming a director of operations, whether you join our certification or that's just the next step for you in your career, I want to show you and talk you through what that differentiator is. It will come down to strategy. I want to help you up-level yourself into a strategic space. It's a lonely space. I'm telling you right now, It is a space that is not crowded. It's a space thats that there is a ton of demand, but there is not a lot of people stepping into it with a lot of confidence. And so today, I hope that this four-step process will really help you to do that better. Alrighty, the first step in this process is reading the external environment. So what is going on outside of the business? I want you to take some time. This is where market research comes into play. This is where competitive analysis comes into play. I want you to look at the external environment outside of the business that you are supporting and Throughout this podcast today, I'm going to be talking to you as the person, the operator inside of a business, not necessarily in your own. However, you can apply these exact same strategies to your business. But for ease of the conversation today, you are an operator, you are partnered with a leader, whether that is an employer or a client that you are serving. The first step is a critical step. And I will also want to say that this is a chronological, you have got to accomplish one step before you move to the next. Okay, we've got four steps here. The very first one is reading the external environment. So I want you to look at the client's business from the outside looking in. So who makes up the external environment? What is the external environment for this business. And I want you to look at it holistically. I know that you're an operator, but I want you to look at this completely all the way around. I'm sitting over here, if you could see me, I'm drawing circles over here because it's not gonna help you to only look at this from a marketing perspective or an operations perspective or a delivery perspective. You're looking at the comprehensive business. So you're gonna look at everything from the economy the industry, what's happening in this particular industry. It could also be the geography. It could be the avatar. There's a lot of different places that you need to collect information. The great thing for you as an operator is you're a fact finder. You enjoy doing research. You enjoy learning. So I want you to flex those soft skills in this first step and scan the external environment You know, come in here with curiosity, turn that curiosity into research and fact finding. Those are going to be the soft skills that are going to accompany you with this first step. If you have hung around me long enough, you know that we are obsessed with mission, vision and values. When I think of our processes and why we have been so effective in helping women move and exercise that strategic part of their brain. I come back to this place of mission, vision, and values. When you collect mission, vision, and values, or you walk your client through gathering that information, having them do the hard work and you being the leader of those questions that are gonna help them to get clear on that, those types of exercises are exactly what is gonna help you to understand the external environment. So if I can give you one tactical tip here, whether you're in an existing relationship or you're starting a new business relationship with somebody, I want you to walk them through the mission, vision, and values. And don't forget, when I say external environment, it's not just mission, vision, and values. That's one piece of the puzzle. But I also want you to look at the competitive landscape. What is happening around here? Give us some market research into what is happening here. So step number one, reading the external environment. Once you feel like you've got a good grasp on this, you can move to step number two, which is understanding the internal operations. So what's happening on the inside of this business. And ladies, I want to tell you so many times I see people hopping straight in to step number two. And you cannot, I mean, yes, you can gather the facts here, but you're not going to be rooted deeply in strategy if you don't know what's happening outside of this business, if you don't know what's happening in that industry. So Don't skip number one before you go into number two. And another thing I should have added with number one, this is the type of work I like to do, at least lightly do, before I ever even sign a client. I like to look at the external environment, gather some information on what this is like, and then move down my thought process of if this is the right client for me, right? I may learn some things in step number one that are really out of my wheelhouse. They don't feel comfortable to me. And that may be a deciding factor in not moving forward. But external environment, I like to do that ahead of time. You're not going to be completely done with the market research and competitive landscape that I mentioned in number one before you sign that client. But I like to do a little bit of that before I even hop on a discovery call with them. So, Sorry. Step number two is understanding those internal operations. This is what happens after you sign that client. Now you have a partnership that is developing. It's not already developed, but it's starting. And now you get to look underneath the proverbial hood. What is happening inside of this business? What do the current operations look like? What does the team look like? What does, how developed are the tools, are the systems, are the processes? This is where we get really excited. So, channel that excitement and take it inside. This is where you can do strategy sessions. This is where I mean, our own intellectual property inside of the ops authority. This is where the strategic mapping model is extremely valuable. It's a great first step inside of a business. So whether you do this, if you have your own methodology, great. But this is where beginning that mapping Starts to happen. It's not the end. It's only the beginning because this is where a lot of the soft skills that you have that have extreme value that you probably are deprioritizing right now and don't even recognize the gift that you have. But the soft skills that I see that are extremely important with number two, understanding internal operations, asking lots of questions, again, that curiosity, listening, really, really listening to the way that they're talking, watching their body language as we go through understanding and uncovering the internal operations, what is or what is not, right? I think a lot of us are going to be hopping into businesses that don't have these things that are, you know, completely laid out, and that is going to take some listening, some non-judgment, and then ultimately recording and documenting what you see something I see in the industry and truly a big, big need out there that can also be encapsulated in this second step is doing audits, operational audits. If you've got some intellectual property that can help you do that and streamline that, there's a lot of value here in doing that. All right, just to recap, reading the external environment, second step is looking at the internal operations that are already established inside. Number three, Visualizing the opportunities that exist. Remember, you've seen the outside, you've seen the inside, and now you can finally get to a place where you are starting to problem solve to provide some suggestions. Now, nothing burns me up more when I look at a landscape of our service based business owners and I see products and services and even offers out there that jump straight to this. If you haven't done a scan of number one and number two, the external and the internal environment, there is no way you are going to confidently provide a solution with step number three. Just to recap, step number three is visualizing and bringing the opportunities that exist based off of the gaps that you have seen in steps one and step number two. This comes back to something I teach all the time. There is no such thing as cookie cutter. And cookie cutter doesn't work. Meaning my business can't look the same as yours and yours and yours. Even if we're all in the same industry, even if we're all in the same market, even if our avatar is all the same person, we're going to do things differently. Our products are going to look different. Our price is going to look different. Our delivery is going to look different. So That's what burns me up about templates sometimes, right? You can't have a template that can be inserted into every single type of business. So if you're going to have those, make sure you're solving one problem. Make sure you're talking to one particular type of person because cookie cutter won't work. Getting back on track here, there is a huge need for independent thought here. Piggybacking off of the cookie cutter conversation or the lack, (laughs) what should not be, is where the independent thought shows up. This is where you become a class of one. This is where you become highly referable. I believe that you cannot fully see the opportunities inside of a business unless you have deeply dove into understanding what that business looks like externally and internally. Do not provide solutions before you understand because you run the risk of solving a problem that doesn't really exist. And we see lots of people who will jump to, even business owners who are asking us and saying, hey, I've got this problem. But once we, as operators, start to question, start to look, start to fact find externally and internally, we actually come back to see that the question that they came with is not, at, or the solution they thought that they needed, is not at all what will actually bring them closer to their goal. That right there shows you that you have the ability to be strategic, much more strategic than even the business leader or the CEO thought that they were being when they came to you. So once you understand externally and internally, now you can start to see all of the opportunities that exist For that organization. And we love this part because we are naturally operators are naturally we are solution oriented. I do this all the time, ladies, where somebody will come to me. I'm coaching somebody and I have to slow down myself because I know my natural inclination is into solving the problem. I have to slow down long enough to be a good coach, to listen to the root, to get to the root problem before I add the opportunities or the solutions that I want to just blurt out from the very beginning. So slow down. I know you love providing these opportunities, these gaps and these solutions, but I want to make sure that you've heard me. And I know I've said this so many times, I'm going to continue to say it, but you've got to do step one and two before you can adequately do step three and do it with confidence. So Going back to that audit suggestion I provided you with step number two, you can provide the audit, but the outcome of that audit may be to provide some suggestions on the gaps and opportunities that you have found when you looked inside. So step number two is looking inside the business. Step number three is here are the solutions that we need to bring and you're going to hopefully leverage step number one by looking at that external environment to say, okay, here are the five solutions, possible solutions that I have. Looking at your external environment, here's five. Looking at your internal, I can bring two or three of those down. Now we've got three qualified solutions that may help us to get to the goal that you want. So, This is how you're going to be seen as a strategist, not just a solution-oriented person, which is part of being a strategist, but you wanna make sure you're bringing true strategy, not just ideas. All right, step number four, and I may go on a little bit of a rant here, but step number four is creating a plan. Now, friends, we love this. All of you guys who have identified yourself as being a project manager, just like myself, we love to pop in, And start right here, pop into businesses and just start creating plans. Now, I would say that people in the implementer and the management levels that I described earlier, those bottom two levels, this is where they're adding value today. I have to say it's not strategic value. And this podcast is about how you add strategic value to the business relationships that you're in. If this is step number four, this means that we have been voiding ourselves of the top three things this is sequential. You cannot get to step number four and be a strategist without doing the three steps ahead of time. However, the market is flooded. I don't know if flooded is actually the right word, but the people in our space are coming in and saying, yes, I'll be a launch manager. Yes, I'll be a project manager. I can create processes in your business. You are coming right in at step number four. Now you can continue to do that, I'm just saying that there's the landscape, the space is much more crowded at the creating a plan. The other risk that you run into is the fact that number one, lots of people can do this. Number two, you may not be solving the problems and bringing the solutions that will truly make a significant scalable difference in the business relationships that you're building. And I want you to be a category of one, I want you to be in the place where you're known for bringing strategy. I hope you can tell by the energy I have around this topic that these four steps are really, really valuable to me. And they're gonna be valuable to you. I want you to put yourself in a place where you are getting much more comfortable with steps one, two, and three, because four, you already have it. But four, step number four, creating a plan, sits in the bottom half of those four levels that I mentioned earlier. Those levels at the top being vision, next strategy, next management, and bottom is implementation. My community is always asking me, how do I get out of implementation and into management? Or how do I get from management into strategy? I have laid this out right here. You can create methodologies inside of your delivery, inside of your programs, inside of your offers, based off of what I have talked to you about today. Recapping. First step, reading the external environment, knowing what's going on outside of the business. Number two, understanding internal operations. When you pop the hood, what is really happening here? Number three, what are the opportunities? Now that you've seen outside and inside, what are the opportunities that exist? And I want you to customize this. Don't forget that. In step number three, this is not cookie cutter. Customize it. Show the leader that you are bringing them something that is perfectly tailored to them. We have got to get away from cookie cutter. That is not going to work if you are providing a service. Step number four is creating a plan. I know you've got this. This is the project management skills that you have really grown up around. I like to say that project management skills have been innate in us. We were literally born with them. So of course you can do step number four. This is sequential. I need you to start tapping in using elevated thinking. When you use elevated thinking, you become a place where people see you as a leader. I want you to walk away with this being able to provide strategic value in a different way. And second of all, really owning the space of being a strategic partner. When you do this, the companies that you work for, the career that you are leading, the leaders that you are going to partner with are going to pay you more. You are more valuable with this skill set. So I hope that this has been extremely helpful for you. And we now have a plan of how you can do this. Again, incorporate this into what you're doing. And I know that you're going to see the return on this. For today, episode number 147, I have an ops activity for you. I want you to come into our Ops Insiders Facebook group, and I want you to tell me, of these four steps, which one brings you the most resistance? When I talked about it, which one made you scratch your head and think, hmm, I don't know if I'm able to do that? I want you to come back and tell me that because I will dive deeper into whichever one you guys tell me brings you the most resistance. I know that four is going to be the one that you probably check, so we can almost eliminate that, but I want to hear from you guys. Come on over to theopsinsiders.com. Let me know which of these four steps brings you the most resistance, ladies. I want you to have a fantastic week. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I value every single one of you. I hope this conversation has enriched you as much as it has fired me up and excited me to deliver it to y'all today. I hope you have a fantastic week and you'll hear from me next week.